0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Your Relationship With podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Snell. I'm the founder of the Powerful Women Rising Community, which is a community for female entrepreneurs who want to be empowered to grow their business in a different way. We do it in a group of supportive, positive, like-minded, super smart women who help each other through the process. We have mastermind calls, copywriting calls, co-working calls, expert-led classes, all of the things that you need to either start your business, grow your business, or take your business to the next level. So if you're interested, click on the link in the show notes for more information. All right, so today I'm interviewing Jessie Lockhart, and she is a holistic fitness coach and personal trainer. And it might seem kind of strange that on a business podcast, I'm interviewing a personal trainer. But here's the thing. We're talking about your relationship with making your health a priority. And I think a lot of business owners think, my health will come 2nd Wait until I've got this business off the ground. Wait until I'm making six figures. Wait until I'm doing X, Y, and Z, and then I'll focus on my health. That's like an extra added cherry on top bonus. But what's so fascinating about this interview is Jesse really digs into why it's important to do things the opposite way, to prioritize your health either before or while you are growing your business, and how that's going to make a significant difference in the longevity of your business and the success. Of your business. So, Jessie is a realtor turned holistic fitness coach and personal trainer. After a couple six figure years in real estate, she realized that she was paying for that success with her health. She was dealing with a dysfunctional gut, cystic acne, eczema, weight gain, and several other hormone imbalances. She started implementing holistic based practices in addition to strength training and has been able to heal her body without medication, basically from the inside out. So Jessie is the expert when it comes to prioritizing your health and the relationship that your health has with growing your business. She knows because she's been there firsthand. I know you're going to love my interview with Jessie Lockhart.
1: Hi, Jesse. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. I'm excited to have you because we're talking about health, which I think is something that a
0: lot of people think like, why are you talking about health on a podcast that's about business? So I'm excited to dig into that with you and help people figure out that there actually is a connection between the two. So let's start with just telling everybody a little bit about you and about your relationship with health.
1: Yeah. So I actually started out my entrepreneur career as a real estate agent in 2019. I got my license, quit my full-time job, dove headfirst into that industry. And I actually really struggled for the first year in 2019. I didn't sell anything at all. And um, it was really tough. And so coming into 2020, I kind of figured, well, I have to create forward momentum somewhere And knowing that business is all about personal development, the easiest form of personal development to me was going to the gym. And so in 2020, I started going to the gym a little bit more consistently doing strength training routines things like that and then about 6 to 8 weeks into that habit uh covid hit and the gyms closed so i had to make a choice to either continue moving forward or allow that to you know keep me from moving forward so i chose to modify and i started working out in my garage which i actually didn't like because i really personally enjoy the gym environment but I had to do what I had to do.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So a couple months after COVID hit, I actually started to gain a lot of momentum in my real estate business. And between May of 2020 and the end of that year, I ended up grossing just over six figures in commissions as a real estate agent. So literally went from zero to $100,000. And it was a whirlwind. I was super busy. It was really chaotic, all of the things. But I maintained my gym routine for the first time during an entire year, right? We all go out to uh, start a New Year's resolution. I'm going to go to the gym throughout this whole year, and then life happens, and and it doesn't happen. But for me, it had happened. And at the end of 2020, I actually went through some uh, medical testing. So I went through hormone testing, thyroid testing, and food sensitivity testing only to be smacked in the face with an autoimmune condition and a laundry list of hormonal imbalances and food sensitivities. So 2021 was a really challenging year for me because I had to really learn how to make my health a priority and make these gigantic lifestyle changes. Otherwise, I was headed in a direction that wasn't very good. Yeah. (laughs) So... In 2021, I still managed to do over six figures as a real estate agent, but with this giant learning curve of trying to make my health a priority and make these big lifestyle changes like going gluten-free and dairy-free. And it was during the year 2021 that I really realized that no one in the fitness community specifically is talking about things like hormone balances, um, gut function, Blood sugar, glucose spikes, you know, those kinds of things. And I was like, this is silly because all of this is, you know, directly related to our health Mm -hmm. and how we feel overall. So, I you know kind of came into 2022 and ultimately had ended up burned out within real estate. So I decided to transition from real estate into fitness and I wanted to fill those gaps that I saw. I wanted to fill the gaps of trainers not talking about, you know, uh hormones and gut health and strength training all together and all of the things and tie it back into entrepreneurship and business and how our health directly impacts our ability to show up in our business. So that's a
0: little bit about me. (laughs) That's awesome. That's an awesome journey. And you're definitely the perfect person to speak to women in business when it comes to your health because you were doing both at the same time. And so I'm sure you could definitely see there was a correlation between the times that you were doing a really good job taking care of yourself and making yourself a priority and times when it wasn't so great. So why do you think it's so difficult for women, especially women in business, to make themselves a priority?
1: I I think it's because we have all these other things that we need to make a priority first, right? Like, I think what was modeled to us when we were children is this go, 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 go lifestyle, especially in the United States. I think it's just, it's normal to us Mm -hmm. to do that. Right. And so I think that's part of it. I also think that a lot of it comes down to us not thinking that we're worthy of making the time of making ourselves a priority. I think that's a big part of it as well. A lot of clients that I work with just, really struggle to make themselves a priority because they think that, oh, my kids need to come first, or my relationship needs to come first, or my business needs to come first. And and then that's how we end up burned out and stressed out. And then our body literally forces us to take a beat, take a rest, and we get sick and we have to actually like slow down a little bit in order to catch up. So I think, I think that's why it's so hard for women in business to really prioritize their health above anything else.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Especially when, for me, it's like when you're the person who is responsible for everything, I'm the person who has to do the marketing, do the paperwork, make sure that the stuff is in the bank and there's receipts for it. And that, you know, like everything that when things are getting overwhelming, when it's getting to be too much, when I'm like, oh, I only have Forty-five minutes in this day, should I use it to work out or should I use it to do something with these receipts that have been sitting on my desk for three months? <laughs> right, it's so easy to always pick the business thing and say I'll work out tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, I felt I I still fall into it sometimes too. Like if I don't prioritize my own workouts or really put it in my you know my schedule like it's really easy for it to fall to the wayside 100% and the same thing goes with nutrition as well like we don't plan our meals ahead of time we don't you know that's not something that we're really taught to do or modeled you know to do we don't we didn't really see our parents do that a whole lot mm-hmm. and so naturally when we become adults ourselves it's not the first thing that we start doing and so you kind of have to learn how to do it yourself but it really just goes to show how much having a plan in place really makes a difference. Because if you plan your meals or plan to get your workout in, then it's easier to follow. But if you don't plan for it, then it is really easy to just, oh, the day got away from me and I'll just work out tomorrow instead. Yeah. So is there like a mindset shift
0: that we can make or like a different way that we can start looking at our health what we're eating how much we're exercising that when we think okay i could do something with these receipts i could post some marketing on social media or i could exercise like what's going to make us choose the exercise what's the what's the benefit of choosing that
1: so i think first and foremost the reason why again another reason why women don't necessarily prioritize health is because We don't see the effects of not taking care of our health until years and years and years later. And so it's easy to just keep putting it off and putting it off until we end up with, like in my own case, a laundry list of food sensitivities, hormonal imbalances, and a thyroid autoimmune condition. And... Until you get kind of smacked in the face with those things, it's really easy to just be like, oh, well, I'll just take care of it tomorrow. And so we become really lax about that. But I think if you can just flip the script and think, okay, if I don't work out today or if I don't exercise or I don't try in some way, shape or form to improve my health today, how could this impact me a year from now, two years, five years, 10 years from now? And the other thing, when I work with entrepreneurs specifically, I ask them, why did you go into entrepreneurship to begin with? And most of them answer with some type of, well, I wanted to be my own boss. I wanted, you know, time freedom. I wanted financial freedom. I wanted to be able to travel and work from wherever. And I'm like, okay, now imagine if you were not healthy enough to do those things. And that really kind of again, shifts gears in their brain a little bit because that's a a really common theme among entrepreneurs is we we went into business for ourselves for a lot of different reasons, but there is absolutely a possibility that we could end up not being healthy enough to enjoy the fruits of our labor because we didn't take care of ourselves. And I think there's maybe a misconception out there that you can't have a healthy body and a successful business. Like one has to precede the other or overtake the other. And I'm here to tell you that you absolutely can. It just comes down to your priorities and what you prioritize first.
0: Yeah. And in fact, I think it's probably easier to have a successful business When you are having success in the area of prioritizing yourself and your own health, I think one of the reasons when you were talking, I was thinking about my own experience with this as an entrepreneur and also my health journey. And I think part of it too is that a lot of us don't realize how bad we feel until we feel better. Like I can remember, I won't go down the rabbit hole of my own personal journey, but I lost 80 pounds last year. And one of the big shifts for me was starting to really think about eating as fuel for my body, as opposed to like, what do I want to eat today? Because eating is the highlight of my life. And once I started eating differently and exercising and losing weight and all of those things, I realized like I had been so tired for so long. Like I remember I actually went to the doctor once and was like, I could fall asleep every single day at two o'clock. What is happening? It's not my thyroid. It's not this. It's not that. I don't know. Like, get the supplements, drink the caffeine, do all the things. And I realized once I started prioritizing my health and taking better care of myself, all of a sudden I wasn't tired anymore. Like, we think that that's just how it feels to be alive. Like, that's how everyone else feels because life is hard and we're tired and our back hurts. Right. But then, When something changes, when we start to prioritize our health and we feel better, all of a sudden it's like, oh, people don't all feel like this,
1: right? Yep, absolutely. And yeah, I just, it's insane to me how awful I used to feel. Like I, I catch myself, you know, I've been on my journey for a couple of years now. And two, three years ago, I mean, I was dealing with headaches on a daily basis And really painful periods. I was afraid to go out to eat because I didn't want something to upset my stomach and then have to find a restroom right away. Like, those are all things that I dealt with and literally altered my life around in order to not feel that way. Mm -hmm. And now I don't have that problem at all. I don't deal with headaches very often anymore. I don't deal with the stomach issues or pain or anything. But society has come to this point where stuff is so common that we think that it's normal, but in reality, it is not normal at all. And it takes kind of that breaking the, the shelf, if you will, of realizing that, okay, just because it's common doesn't mean that it's normal for someone to feel like that. And that's what I see a lot in my coaching practice is women come to these realizations of like, oh, so you're telling me that XYZ symptom is not normal. And I'm like, no, it's not. And there are natural you know, ways to support your body. Symptoms are simply your body's way of communicating that something is off. Mm-hmm. And rather than squashing it with a prescription or simply ignoring it, it's just your body's way of asking for more support. And we have to figure out how to listen to it and then give it what it needs.
0: Yeah. I love that. So one of the things that you talk a lot about is holistic fitness. So what is that exactly?
1: Yeah. So I come from a fitness background. I am a certified personal trainer. And so I like to come at it kind of from the fitness perspective. So fitness, we think of strength training, the gym, cardio, hit, whatever. Well, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of people in that industry don't really expand their mind view of health beyond exercise and a very, very basic nutrition standpoint Mm -hmm. of counting calories or tracking macros or something like that. When in reality, our health is way more nuanced than that. And there are deeper levels to it than that as well. One thing I like to tell people, and they probably think that it's surprising coming from a personal trainer, is that you could literally do a thousand other things before you ever step over the threshold of a gym to improve your health. Yeah, like honestly, like it is—it's truly the last priority. Like, is movement important? Is strength training important? Of course it is, but there are so many more things that we could be doing on a deeper level. That don't cost us any money or are very inexpensive to do that we can implement into our lives to make our health a priority. So basically what I've done is I've come in and I, and I'm bringing all of that stuff together. So it's not just, you know, exercise and and counting calories. It's blood sugar regulation and stress management and hormone balance and and gut health and all of that. And I bring all of it together. And really when I work with clients, it just gives me a wider perspective to look at their health situation and properly guide them into a way that they start to see results. Like if, for example, I'm working with a female client and she's frustrated because she's on her period, but she just doesn't have the energy to get to the gym or anything. Instead of being like maybe most trainers and saying, well, you got to suck it up, go to the gym, do whatever. I am then empowered because of the knowledge that I have to educate her and say, well, you're on your period. When you are on your period, when you are menstruating, you literally have the least amount of energy than you would at any other time of the month." So it's not a surprise to me that you don't feel like working out. Mm -hmm. Maybe instead, let's opt out your workout today for a 20-minute walk or some stretching or YouTube, a yo- a 20 minute yoga session and do that instead. You know, it gives me kind of more tools in the tool belt to give them, but allow them to still have autonomy over their body. And if she chooses not to work out at all, I'm not going to be upset by that because she's empowered with the education she has to make that choice for her body. And so holistic fitness is really just this idea of bringing together holistic based health principles with The fitness side of it because up until now, it feels like they've been separated when Mm -hmm. they really need to be conjoined.
0: Yeah. I love that because I know so many people who have a personal trainer and a nutritionist and a functional medicine doctor and a hormone specialist, right? Like we need a different person for all of the things. And so uh, that's what I love about what you do is it's really like looking at the whole person and all of the things that are going on with the person and really working with what's going on in their body instead of like trying to force them against it. I think
1: that's awesome. Yes, 100%. 100%. And women are constantly fighting against their bodies with traditional exercise regimens and things like that. Again, kind of circling back to the female hormonal cycle every day out of a 28 to 35 day cycle is different. And we feel differently on each of those days. So our workouts are going to feel differently on each of those days and our hormones in our body just work differently. And when we go into over-exercising and under-eating and we create more stress on the body than necessary, our body, you know, kind of withholds and goes into kind of a a stress, like just in case I'm going to hang on to everything because I don't know when I'm going to become a, be in a safe environment anymore, right? you know, and, and most trainers aren't looking at it that way at all hmm That's awesome.
0: So is there anything like if someone is listening to this podcast right now and they're like, okay, I have not been making my health a priority. The things that she's saying is resonating. I know that this is what I need to do. Are there some small steps that people can take today to start making themselves and their health more of a priority?
1: Absolutely. So the first thing, and I tell all of my clients this as well, is it starts with awareness. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you're just now becoming aware of these things, that is a huge and massive win. So many people live their lives and especially in regards to their health on autopilot and they're not really thinking deeper or questioning or making realizations that the symptoms that they're dealing with on a daily basis are not normal, those kinds of things. So if you're now just becoming aware that, huh, maybe there is a different way to go about this. That in and of itself is a huge win. And just being able to tune into that awareness on a daily basis, checking in with how you're feeling. Give yourself, you know, two minutes of time to sit and just say, How am I feeling today? Do I feel tired? Do I feel energized? Do I feel hungry? Do I feel thirsty? Those kinds of things. Just checking in with yourself and asking how you're feeling is a big thing.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: then, Other things that you can do, movement is huge. 30 minutes of movement per day is huge. Whether that is a strength training workout, a walk, stretching, yoga, Pilates, cycling, whatever that looks like for you, do it because movement is so necessary and our bodies weren't designed to sit in chairs for eight hours a day. So Mm -hmm. get up do some squats, do some push-ups against the wall in between calls. It's really that simple. It doesn't have to be anything overly complicated. Again, you don't have to go buy the most expensive gym membership to start making way with your health. The other thing that you can start doing right now is start reading your ingredients lists. The shorter, the better. If there are a ton of ingredients that you don't know how to pronounce your body doesn't know how to digest them either. Mm-hmm. They most likely are chemically engineered hyper palatable ingredients that get you addicted to that particular type of food and keep you going back to purchasing it. So, reading ingredients lists and trying to, you know, eat as whole nutrient dense as possible, which means one ingredient foods, potatoes, chicken, cucumbers, broccoli, strawberries. Those are all one ingredient foods, right? Mm-hmm. But you pick up a box at the grocery store of Hamburger Helper, and there's like 25 to 35 different ingredients on right. it, right? So really starting to pay attention to your ingredients lists and what you're consuming and fueling your body with essentially is also a really huge thing that people can start doing right away. Oh, I love that. You're so smart. <laughs>
0: Thank you. So if somebody wants to connect with you more, you have a lot of good content that you put out there. If they're interested in what you do, the idea of holistic fitness, what's the best way for them to connect with you?
1: Yeah. So Instagram is where I hang out the most. So come say hi to me over there. Come shoot me a DM and say, Hey, I heard you on this podcast and and tell me what your favorite part is because I would love to hear what you took away from this particular episode. So Instagram, I also have a free Facebook group. It's called the Swolistic Collective. I share a lot of great stuff in there as well. So those are going to be the two best places to find me.
0: Awesome. I will link your Instagram in the show notes because it's amazing. And also the Facebook group if anybody wants to join that. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you for being on the podcast. It was great. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Relationship With podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love for you to subscribe and leave us a review. If you want more information about the Powerful Women Rising community or about our monthly virtual speed networking event, check out the link in the comments. We'll see you next time.